Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm here with Cam, and um, we're going to talk about fantastic beats, fantastic beats, and where to drop them. <laughs> where, where to drop them, return them to Redbox. Yeah, there's no way I'm the first person to make that joke. <laughs> Let's talk about these movies. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I told you that. I don't really care about Harry Potter. <laughs> you like the movies. You're just yeah, not like a diehard fan. Yeah, the movies are well-made movies for yeah. the fans of that stuff. Like, I, But like, I didn't grow up with Harry Potter at all. I couldn't really care less I about did. it. Yeah. yeah, and that's cool. I remember, just, I think the first one I saw was like Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. I had no idea yeah. what was happening. I saw it for like a friend's birthday party, you know. Right, I'm guessing you were pretty lost because that's the sixth installment. Yeah. I'm sorry, and, uh, I'm just pulling out notes here. <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, um, so, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, I, I, unlike you, I, I did grow up a Harry Potter fan. I watched, you know, all the movies and starting um, with, like, before Goblet of Fire, that's when I, I, like, you know, I read the books before I saw the movies mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I just liked. I got really engrossed in the the characters and the story, and I liked how, yeah, just like the the stakes grew. It's true with the movies, say in the books, like the stakes gr- keep growing and growing. It kind of like the story grows up with the audience in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, I, a fun uh, detail is uh, my my grandmother. You know, my paternal grandmother was a librarian. She hated Harry Potter. Like she could not stand. Why? She just thought the she thought the books were way too long and scary, like way too many characters. She hated that shit. So she'd probably be happy that J.K. Rowling's in the, the doghouse now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. No one uh, likes her anymore. Um, we could talk about the Fantastic Beasts movies, though. Um, people like Harry Potter, but these movies, they made like a spinoff. The, mm-hmm. uh, called, it's called The Wizarding World, which is Warner Brothers' attempt to make like the MCU out of Harry Potter. To, to a like, degree, yeah. yeah. Like make it, it the it's the wizarding world, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what they call it. Um, yeah. And like the titles get like so silly, like with the the, the subtitles. So it's, it's like the wizarding world, Fantastic Beasts, the Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> it's like three <laughs> titles. It's like Jesus Christ. Like I, well, can't... I, I don't even know if like the wizarding world uh, is like even a title. It's just like a you could say it is. You could technically yeah. count it as like that, you you know, like how you say like MCU's Ant Man, Marvel's The Avengers, The Wizarding know, World's like Fantastic Beasts, The Crime of Grindelwald. <laughs> it's just so long winded. It's a mouthful. It yeah. just sounds like a product, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's how I felt about. Uh, I never even saw those movies, but you know, Percy Jackson, The Olympians, The Lightning Thief. It's just yeah. like blah. It's like yeah. you know, word salad. The first film of Fantastic Beasts was fine. I don't hate yeah. the movie. I actually liked it. And and I this is the second time I, I watched it. I rewatched it for this discussion with you. And I thought it was a fine movie. It's competent. It's directed by David Yates, who did all the other ones. He did not all the other ones. No, he no, did no, like the, the second half. To, yeah, he did like four to the last one. Yeah. He did, no, he did He did, he did five, six, seven, eight. So he did, you know, Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, oh, and both, 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 yeah, both parts of Deathly Hallows. So four of the eight Harry yeah. Potter movies he so directed. You're, the, you're the Harry Potter guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but he did these as well. And yeah. And this first one, at least, is competent. I thought it looked good. Good effects, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, the characters are endearing enough. I really like the Dan Fogler character. I think 
They yeah. knew that that was the best character as well. They give him like the best stuff in the movie. The movie ends on him, like his moment, which I actually really liked. I liked the ending of the film. I yeah, I did too. It's one it. of the more memorable moments. Yeah. yeah. That was actually well written. And, and yeah, it's like memorable. Like from seeing it many years ago, there were these scenes. I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember the Dan Fogler character mostly, but even like little set pieces. Um, like when they go to the zoo there and capture the beasts. Um, yeah, or, uh, you know, the, the the scene where him and the Eddie Redmayne character, uh, Newt, meet at the bank. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, and I, I like yeah, too, it's, it, it's a change of scenery. If, um, at least like the first one, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, riding too hard on, you know, callbacks to Harry Potter. It feels like enough of its own thing. Mm-hmm. It stays true to the title, at least, as well, which is not something the next two uh, do. No, not not partic- not not yeah. very well, at least. Yeah, there are plenty of fantastic beasts, and that's what it's about. The story basically follows Newt Scamander, who played Batty Redmayne, and he's like this uh, magic zo- magic zoologist. Yeah, kind of basically, he... magical creatures and documents them, and it's based on a book that J.K. Rowling wrote, which isn't really like a novel so much as it is a, an encyclopedia. Of like fiction yeah sort of i i'd flip through it a little bit when i was yeah. a kid. it's not like a you know a one-to-one adaptation you know it's more yeah, it has right. more of a story to it i assume that does. book is written by like in in the universe it's written by newt um they mentioned yeah the yeah the basically movie. yeah so it's like okay at least you have some like groundwork here i guess and, and yeah they they definitely stretch it too thin but for this film it worked fine they had enough material and it's really driven forward by like those characters, and I'm like, oh, I really like the Catherine Waterston character, and you know, um, this you know, is the, the, I really like Colin um, Farrell. Farrell, yeah. I thought he was really good. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's I, a good actor. Yeah, so that yeah and I don't know why yeah. they had to do the whole thing of like they reveal it's you know Johnny Depp, and then it's like Scooby Doo. Other mm, people pointed that out too, but yeah, it, it definitely they, really is. To be fair, it's been done in <laughs> Harry Potter before the whole like reveal. And then like it, yeah, gobble the fire. Yeah, yeah, it's been done. But that being said, like in this one, it's just it was so unnecessary because I actually liked Colin Farrell like more than the actually when he transforms into Grindelwald. Yeah, because we'll he looks ridiculous, that. Johnny Depp. Yeah, in, in he the, does. The he pie. sent me what was that clip? Um, oh, um, you could show it when you upload. Uh, you know, at uh, Wayne's World two, Kevin Pollock plays his character. Like I guess like. His pupil has no color. It just looks... It, that's what it, it reminds like, me of. Like, Yeah, it looks yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Grindelwald. And then uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Ho- hopefully they didn't hurt anybody during the making of these movies. <laughs> They're the villain of this film. Uh, they're in a, a... What is it called? An Obscurus Lupa? <laughs> obscura. <laughs> yeah, basically... It, it's, an Obscura. It's, yeah. It, it kind of reminded me a, a little bit of, you know, and like Phantom Menace, like, oh, Anakin has the midichlorians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that's addressed in uh, the, the Harry Potter, like the main movies, but basically the Ezra Miller character, Credence, like Credence Clearwater <laughs> that's Revival. What I was, gonna, I was just thinking Credence Clearwater. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a dumb name. You know, the, the character the names Creed, are kind of dumb. He, he, he yeah he has like magical powers but they're repressed and also I'd like to point out the irony obviously you know as many people know J.K. Rowling has gotten a lot of flack for hurtful comments about trans people and deservedly so I I, yeah. I agree with the the, yeah. the you know she's stupid <laughs> yeah she yeah exactly and um 
But the the fact that she you know she wrote the screenplay for this movie it wasn't yeah. just like an adaptation and you know it's about how wizards are being persecuted for who they really are they can't really you know exactly. embrace their true identities yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> kind of dumb <laughs> yeah exactly she misses the point um, but yeah Ezra Miller is an obscure oh yeah sorry I, I got Uber. a point but yeah, yeah exactly like, you know the Creedus character like he's he's a wizard yeah. he has magical powers basically but it's kind of like you know all. He's an, he's an obscurus lupa. He's a, 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 a creature that, that that's like part of the plot. There are these creatures called obscuras or whatever, and they live yeah. like 10 years or whatever, but they're like super evil, dark, like forces of power or whatever. So they think it's this little girl, but it turns out it's Ezra Miller. And in one line of dialogue, they explain like, oh, it's so powerful. It lived even longer than 10 years or whatever. It lived longer than the average um, obscura. And it's like this whole... Like it got kind of, kind of convoluted there, but I guess there needed yeah. to be some kind of like dramatic thing to happen in the film. Um, mm-hmm. And just like I guess my point with all this like character stuff is like, you know, this all could have gone somewhere interesting. And like at the mm-hmm. end of the film, I'm like, you could make more films with these characters and and expand on them. Um, and I was left like with the first film with the impression of like, yeah, that was a fun movie with good characters we'll see where they take it you know and they don't do shit with it but there's at least like some hope there and it's enough to make it a good movie um, yeah you know an okay movie I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you that like the main like quartet of characters like the the, the leads like the, the uh, like are like entertaining enough but I, I think this uh, the stuff with credence is less compelling especially since the characters in all three movies and you know he never really becomes that you know interesting yeah that doesn't really go anywhere um yeah that was pretty lame <laughs> yeah the, you know uh there's just like a bunch of, like the the music was fine, the effects were fine. Yeah, I, I you know I'm not positive. Yeah, you know, obviously it's you know David Yates directing who also did the Harry Potter movies and like yeah, it definitely like kind of like fits in. And I, and I like the fact you know even though I don't really I don't care for the other two Fantastic Beasts movies, you know it's like a brand extension, but you know it, it kind of just stands on its own. It's not like it's just like dragging down you know the the you know the Harry Potter batting average because like those movies are pretty uniform and quality for the most part like yeah. you know i i know like you know you were just watching them again recently like, you know some are better than others but yeah like there aren't too many like outright duds of, of that you know those eight movies yeah of, of the harry potter movies i basically enjoyed all of them i haven't rewatched mm-hmm. all of them yet i'm up to like order of the phoenix i think mm-hmm. or um yeah i, I you know it, i think they're fine good i think they're good movies some of them are really good the alfonso Caron one is really good yeah, Prison of Azkaban. Yeah, yeah, we agree. That's the, that's the best that's uh, the of best any one. of these movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first two were. Mm, yeah, I think yeah. you know the, the first two are very slavish adaptations of the first two books. And you they're know, acting so like, in the beginning when they're like little kids. Like they're really bad. <laughs> like because they're yeah, but they, grow, they definitely they grow. They definitely even, get better. As yeah, even along. between like movies one and two, I think that there's definitely a step up. Yeah, they be- they became you know great yeah. in those roles, especially Emma Watson at the beginning. She was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and, and she ended up having a lot of fun with with the character. Like, yeah, she yeah. made Hermione her own. By the third film, they were pretty good, and they, yeah, they got I better. Agree. Yeah, but yeah, there were little kids. It was terrible acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're likable enough. It's not like like oh, I fucking hate these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were just some line deliveries. 
I know we're, right now we're just talking about the, the first movie. I think like a like a weakness of these like the Fantastic Beast franchise is that it's not very appealing to like kids really. I mean like or even like families. It's just a bunch of like wizardry shit like Ministry of Magic. You know, which obviously factors into Harry Potter, but it was never the highlight of those movies. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the fun it was just you know kind of. Uh, yeah, like how Harry Potter is like, you know, it could be like a kid just like me. He's an ordinary kid. He's, yeah. you know, he's stuck with his, you know, you know, cruel, you know, aunt and uncle and cousin. And then he's just whisked away this, you know, magical school. And, you know, he gets to play Quidditch. And yeah, like a lot of like the most memorable moments from, from the books and the movies weren't necessarily just like magical, you know, humdrum stuff it was you know you know hermione punching malfoy or you know them going mm. to the yule ball this is really none of that in these movies they're not nearly as fun to you know watch or revisit yeah yeah for the fantastic beast movies no they're not no. and yeah the, the viewpoint characters are kids which helps kids relate to the characters and like you said the movies mature with the characters they get more mature as they get older and like here they're all adults um which you yeah know, that, could, that could work fine but yeah, you yeah, really yeah. I, I mean, obviously, yourself, like you know, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, like, um, it's just like they were good characters. I felt, but yeah, yeah. obviously, a, a kid isn't gonna put themselves on to them as much as Harry Potter and those characters. Yeah, and um, obviously, these movies have their own faults to varying degrees. But like, you know, Hunger Games and Twilight. I think you know, like those have like such a big draw with like you know teenagers and you know like young adults. Just you know, because of a lot of like young characters like that they're easy to like you know identify with for some people you know yeah the fan service wasn't too obnoxious in this film either i I did kind of like it stood on its own in a lot of ways hogwarts is just like a reference in it like they say like oh hogwarts is a better school yeah yeah Yeah. it's 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 more subtle than what Mm -hmm. follows yeah yeah also it's set um you know the, the Harry Potter, like the story of Harry Potter, most of it's set in the, in the nineties. Even though, like the the you know the books and the movies were like slightly late. I think the first book was like ninety seven, but it's like set a few years before that. Um, yeah, and yeah, this is set in the twenties. And side that note, uh, a, a better movie that's set a great movie that's set in uh, New York in the nineteen twenties and other decades. Uh, Once upon a time in America, you should check that out. It's free on YouTube, and it's, it's really long, but it's it's much more entertaining. Oh, it's than on YouTube. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just want to throw that in there. I'm like, oh, it's nineteen twenties New York. Where's uh, where's De Niro? Yeah, that too. Why would they? You know, it's just like an. It's a, definitely a risk to make the movie like a period setting movie for children, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can move on to the next one if you. What, what would you rate the first Just one? Give it a six out of ten. Or yeah, a, I think that's fair. Star. You know, yeah, not, nothing too dire, but not 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 like amazing either. Mm-hmm. It was. It's a perfectly adequate film. Yeah, you don't feel like you're wasting your time watching it or anything. No, it's not offensively stupid like um, the next one is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get to Crimes that. of Grindelwald, which is like one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like one of the worst like blockbusters I've of seen. Of recent memory, one of the worst yeah. blockbusters I can think of. On Letterboxd, I follow uh, Lee Unkridge. For, for those who don't know, he, um, he worked for Pixar for many years. Yeah. He, you know, he directed um, Toy Story 3 and um, Coco. 
And he on Letterbox he rated uh, the second Fantastic Beast a half star, which is pretty funny. And, uh, and it's also worth noting, you know, he's made great movies himself, so I, I trust his opinion. You know, <laughs> yeah. he he's earned the right that's, to shit on other movies. It's really low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's worthy of that. Yeah. It's a piece of shit. It's a total piece of shit. Yeah, and what's funny? It wasn't. Even, it was 2018. It wasn't even the worst movie that year because it was also like gaudy and some. But it's still pretty. <laughs> yeah, it kind of went terrible. under the radar. Like I didn't even see it. It was no, one of those because I, I hadn't like, seen the missed. first one mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, I saw the first one when it came out, but I just skipped the second one. I'm like, I have no interest in that. That looks really stupid. Um, this movie, it starts with Johnny Depp escaping, um, in an exciting. A scene in in the rain in the dark you can't see shit it's a chariot in the yeah. sky well for one thing they can they can teleport very easily but they do this like elaborate you know prison exchange program but it's not even you know so it's like you see johnny depp but it's not even like grindelwald like that's been captured like that's like being mm. you know th- that's still imprisoned it's his like henchmen uh it's so bizarre and yeah or yeah, did yeah, he like switch places with him yeah, what it's really dumb. Yeah, it is really dumb. Grindelwald's in the title. He, he, he you know, one, you know, he's pretty marginal in Harry Potter himself. He's mentioned like a handful of times. They, you know, they because they, you know, Harry and Hermione, they like revisit Dumbledore's past, and he, you know, it's implied that they were like, you know, lovers, or you know, they, you know Dumbledore had a crush on him. But yeah, like they make a, such a big deal of Grindelwald in this movie right off the bat. We don't, we still like barely know him because it was again, like you said, it was like Colin Farrell playing the. Pot. It was like a disguise, but yeah. And Colin Farrell is much better. Johnny Depp's terrible in this. Yeah, it's one of his terrible weakest character. roles, especially since like you know he doesn't usually play villains. Like, you know he can play like, eccentric characters, but he just looks really you know ridiculous. Yeah, with his, you know the character's kooky hair. Yeah. And... The movie looks terrible too. It looks washed out and dark. Yeah, it looks um, gray. Mm-hmm. And there were weird close-ups too. It almost it kind of reminded yeah. me like. Like Silence of the Lambs, but yeah, like in a bad there, way. There were, yeah, like these weird center frame close-ups. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, they introduce her in the first one, but only through like a photograph. Like, you barely right. see her. And in this one, she's actually like in it a lot. And they introduce Newt's um, brother, right? Yeah, the guy, he was in a green room. I remember him from that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's this whole fucking thing where... Uh, they're supposed to get married, Zoe Kravitz and Newt's brother, but the mm-hmm. newspaper messed it up. So they they think Newt's marrying Zoe Kravitz and yeah, Catherine, Catherine Watson's character. Out and it, you know, it's like this whole thing where she thinks Newt's with her, so she goes with someone else, and it's, it's very like, sitcommy. Yeah, it's like another you know, it's just padding, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's already so much else going on. It reminded mm-hmm. me of like you know, in Bad Boys, like the the Taya Leone character, she thinks, like, like they, they switch identities. It's, like, so contrived. Like, why is this even the movie? You can just, like, <laughs> cut like, the... It's, yeah. it's total filler. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I realized that was the whole movie, I was, like, shocked. Like, oh, this whole point of Bad Boys is, um like, this body-switching plot or whatever. This, it's like, not even, like, body-switching. They just switching, pretend... Yeah. Yeah, pretend yeah. They <laughs> pretend to be each other. Yeah, for yeah. no particular reason. Yeah, it's like, why do you have pictures of, like, your friend in your in your, in your house? <laughs> that was actually kind of funny, that part. Um, but it's just like, this movie sucks. You want to talk about other movies. <laughs> right, yeah. This is, it's just a big mess. And, yeah, like, 
really bad exposition because there's this early scene like after that opening, you know, uh, Newt's uh, summoned to the Ministry of Magic. That's where he sees his brother because mm-hmm. he works yeah. there. And then, like, you know, like, you know, Newt, you have a travel ban and, you know, Grindelwald, yeah, another, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, and they show, it's, just, it's like another yeah. cliche scene you see in, like, so many sequels. Like, in the first movie, you did this amount of damage and you did blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just feel like I've seen that scene so many times. and like Yeah, like know. Die Hard too. Like, yeah. you're the guy in Nakatomi. Yeah, <laughs> you're, I know the story. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, like, reprimanding him. Yeah, it's, like, so cliche. And, and yes, yeah, so you, you continue. <laughs> oh, but when he's in the Ministry of Magic, there's this like the committee. It's a very dry scene, but they it show is. you know like Grindelwald and you know Credence in like the little fountain. Like, is that for the audience? Like, why? Yeah. Do, well, they need the, they're not even looking at it. It's not like they got like you yeah. know uh, like a projector going or something. Uh huh. Yeah, that was really silly. Um, there's there's just so much to like talk about that's to, to like dissect here. I, I I'm tr- struggling. To, well, I was trying to, to and like another like a yeah, better okay. example of that is you know um, you know aliens you know Ripley they they find Ripley and obviously she's explaining what happened how an alien you know came on the ship and like that yeah you know, that's a great scene you know it gets things started off she's already like pissed off but then you know they wanted her to go to the planet but yeah like that's done like much more effectively when she's you know screaming at the at the you know the people the committee there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aliens, a five star movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Moving is not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we could go back to like the Catherine Waterston Newt thing. They, yeah. they, uh, it leads to this thing where he professes her love, or pre- he professes his love for her in like a really corny scene. And then he says, like, your eyes look like salamanders. They both salamanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really corny. It was yeah. super corny. Yeah, they they brought that up. They mentioned yeah. that a few it's, times. Well, that was supposed to be a payoff to a scene earlier where he said, like, her eyes are like salamanders. And then Dan Fogg was like, don't say they're like salamanders. Don't say that. Whatever you do, don't say that. Yeah. It's fucking corny. They flash back to them at Hogwarts at one point. You... Yeah, it's a really long flashback. Yeah, and, um... and, and it's the worst transition, like, I've ever <laughs> seen to a flashback. It literally just cuts and you're in yeah. like the flashback. There's no like creative transition or like any kind of like it just cuts and you're in Hogwarts like 20 years ago and you're like oh. I get yeah, 20 years so like it's whatever the aughts or like 19 teens because yeah. it's already said like 1927. Yeah. <laughs> it's like even further back now and and yeah, you see Jude Law's Dumbledore and it's just like it's such shit. Like they they do the whole um, ridiculous thing, which yeah, is in the yeah. Harry Potter movies. Like they just redo that thing, except yeah. here the thing he was making ridiculous. It became like a scary like monster. Yeah, <laughs> it became like a scary like book monster, whatever the fuck it was, or like a whatever he. So I'm like, that's yeah. pretty terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Like, in the other movie, it made sense. Like, Snape came out of the thing, he did Ridiculous, and the Snape was wearing, like, a dress. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, silly. Right. It's, yeah, it's like, just, this like, is like, it's fan service. They want to make fucking money off the fans of this shit. Yeah. Because they're so it's bored. A- and it's, like, an hour into the film, too. They, like, it just feels, like, so random when they decide to go to Hogwarts. It's just yeah. so random. Right, especially because, like, you know, the Zoe Kravitz character, like, hasn't gotten that much focus up until that point. And, and also, too, because it's, you know, I know, I, you know, like Harry Potter, but she plays, 
you know, she's like an ancestor or relative to like the the Helena Bonham Carter character because her name's Lestrange. Mm. And um, okay, but it, it feels a bit tenuous. And yeah, um, yeah. and uh, and also too, I, I don't want to keep comparing it to other movies, but you know, like you said, it's just like kind of like just like a heap of scenes stitching. It might be like Batman <laughs> v Superman. There's like there's no there's, there's no, no cohesion. Yeah, yeah there's no it progression. It just kind of putters all. Yeah. yeah, that's why when they go to Hogwarts, it's just like it's just like another scene plopped in there. I felt like they were they kept like introducing stuff like for the first hour. It was just all set up, and it it just it either went nowhere or it was just like stupid where it went. It was just like really yeah, incredibly stupid and just like yeah, the the just like the cinematography and like the shots are bad and it, it's it's like. You know, like, uh, uh, toward the end of the film, I noticed there was, like, this really bad stock sound effect, like a screaming sound effect that you'd hear on, like, yeah. you know, freestocksounds.com. <laughs> I've heard, like, a thousand <laughs> times in movies. <laughs> you know, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> That's how it feels. It feels like a movie, No, they didn't care at all making this movie. Everything about it was bad. There aren't too many redemptive qualities. I mean, like no. Jude Law makes makes sense as like a young Dumbledore, but you know, it's just I don't, I, again, there's just so much going on, and you know, the backpedal a little bit. Like a lot of the setup is, you know, Jude, you know, Dumbledore tells Newt, you gotta like go after Grindelwald, like just because, like you know, he's a bad dude. You got you gotta fuck him up, and um, also mm-hmm. too, like um, you know, the Dan Fogel character Kowalski and the the girlfriend uh, Queenie, like yeah, they they're back. And she has them under a spell. That was like a really love... confusing. How all it that was... was set up, right? Because she he already likes her. Why would he? Why would she need to put him under a spell? I guess because exactly. she wants to get married, and he doesn't. At first, was... I thought she put a spell on him to make him remember her, or either that, or then I thought it's a love spell because he doesn't remember who she is, which would make sense. But he does remember yeah. who she is. Yeah, because you know, at the end of the first one, they ripe his memory, but I guess it just it, like it did, didn't, it didn't work. Take. They didn't. They, but the, the the explanation was really dumb. Yeah, that's why I was confused by it. Right, so they, they like, could have oh, come up the, with a better way. Yeah, so they put the lo- she put the love potion on him for no reason, or the love spell on him for no reason, because yeah, he loves her anyway, and he remembers her. So right, it, it was just another confusing part of the film. Yeah, I hated that part. Um, that is shoehorn back. You know, obviously that happens sometimes with sequels. If there's a, a popular character, you try to find a way to finagle them back in. But that was very, you know, um, clumsy. Yeah, that was super clumsy. Still, probably one of the best parts of the movie. Um, oh maybe. sure, I don't mind that they're back. Even it's just like how it was handled. It yeah. was very dumb. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the scene at the end when she betrays the good characters and becomes a bad guy she works for grindelwald at the end that was yeah. very corny uh, that reveal um she walks through the fire there and she's like screaming <laughs> and and dan fogler is like <laughs> yeah allison sudal plays queenie yeah it's it's so out of nowhere um yeah, yeah she just like and in the third one too she's fl- she keeps like flip-flopping like switching <laughs> allegiances like it's like you're hanging out with the fucking manson family then you just like want to like come back to normal yeah. society all of a sudden yeah <laughs> yeah um terrible it's bad to start off with it gets really off the rails because you know basically you know grindelwald he hates humans and he you know like non uh or sorry rather like you know muggles he hates non you know magical 
people. You know, he's like, they're going to start World War Two. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you bringing in World War Two? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a made-up story. It's a stupid movie about witches. <laughs> yeah, right. It, you know, it, it, and plus there's like other stuff. You know, there, there are, you know, you mentioned the Hogwarts one. There are other flashbacks too, because there's this other guy. There's so many fucking characters. Yeah. There's this other guy. He wants to kill Credence because Credence, I, I forget, like something there. He thinks they're he's a they're related, but they're not. And then yeah, that Zoe fucking Kra- confused the shit out of me too. <laughs> I had no yeah, idea I, what was going on there. No fucking <laughs> idea. There's like that whole scene in the graveyard there where they're trying to explain. I I fucking I, yeah, he like spaced like, it out after. And then like about? Zoe Kravitz's care. Oh oh, because like I guess Zoe Kravitz's you know mother was like a, a sex slave or something it's like, what is this barbarian like it's so bizarre like there's that. so much like gruesome shit that happens like you know uh like grindelwald murders a family like it's not the fucking terminator like you know why does it have to be so violent and we mentioned you know prisoner of azkaban before like yeah, that's actually a really uh, great you know moment you know later i mean it's expository but it's important because harry he realizes serious is not you know the guy who betrayed his parents it was you know fucking ron's rat but you know again it's you know it's information that's integral to, you know for the the protagonist to learn and and, and we as an audience are interested too because it's not something we necessarily expected as opposed to just like these this like remote you know revelations that like have nothing to do with new who it was like the ostensible lead it's just like what the fuck it's just a bunch of blah 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 like, <laughs> jibber jabber <laughs> It's total shit. Yeah, crapola. <laughs> um, wow, incredible! Just like, uh, uh, like the scene with the fucking giant monster thing, and Newt has the pinwheel, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has these like different, you know, it's in all three movies. He has different methods of, you know, like subduing these beasts. But, you know, it kind of happens like so infrequently. Like you you forget like, all right, like not so much the first one, but the other two. Like, all right, this is, you know, Fantastic Beasts. (laughs) Instead, we're hearing about, you know, uh, the impending war. (laughs) Yeah. Visually, the movie was just so boring. Um, They went to that circus there that's hidden in the, the statue. Or it's like some kind of fair, yeah. some like wizard fair. There's people floating in bubbles or whatever. That scene was just like a bunch of CG. It's just like my my eyes were glazing over. It's just like a bunch of CGI. And I was yeah. noticing like they probably like there's like a there's like a conversation between like two of the characters and there's like this goblin like walking around in the background. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they just like added that in the background because like to make the scene more interesting because it's just like nothing like nothing visually going on here. It's just like two characters talking. It, yeah, you know. it's just a lot of blah blah blah. Yeah, it's it's really boring and um just fucking like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> The movie is a crime. A crime against <laughs> humanity, yeah. <laughs> or at least against cinema. Oh, yeah. I remember there was this shot of, like, Grindelwald, Johnny Depp looking up at, like, uh, I guess a projection of Ezra Miller. And Ezra Miller's face is, like, like transparent, like, overlapped on top of, like, the frame. It looks so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, right. looking up at it. It's just, like, so corny looking. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. Re- well, it, it, it's revealed at the end that Credence is a Dumbledore, and and in the third one, they specify that he's Albus Dumbledore's nephew. It's like okay, it feels like very Star Wars esque. Uh-huh. Like, that that means nothing stay to me. In the, the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, I, I, you just you know watched some. I, you know, I saw the. You know, today's Sunday. I watched the movie on Tuesday. It's already like fading. From, I mean, like I remembered certain things. Like, yeah, like all the exposition shit, but expositional stuff. But yeah, it's just it's so dull. And like I, I don't like know like why someone would enjoy this. Yeah, it's terrible. It's especially it's kids or like yeah, or like at least like younger. Yeah, it is. I think it is the worst of the of the franchise. Yeah, specifically these three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would you rate it? <laughs> fucking one star i think i give it like a three out of ten just because it has like some like production <laughs> yeah again like production value i guess but like yeah there's, there's not much to recommend i'll give it a one star yeah that's fine it's so bad like um i guess it was supposed to be the dark middle chapter like the empire strikes back of this trilogy <laughs> if that's what they were trying to do it, like well they, they fucked yeah, up the <laughs> dramatic scene close. at the end when like grindelwald has all the posse together and <laughs> and they're all like in this giant circle or like you <laughs> know queenie you know leaves you know to join grindelwald like it's meant to be like han solo getting separated from the the group yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> great writing jk rowling great job Right, yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> screenplays are not your strong suit, I guess. <laughs> the third one, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, boy. It's some shit about... There's a beast that is like this pure good um, thing, and Newt wants to protect it, but Grindelwald wants it because the creature will, will like pick him to be the ruler of the wizard world right Is something i mean like that, that? that's pretty accurate i know like you know for people who haven't seen the movie it might sound like ralph made that up but that's really that's what that's what happens but like what grindelwald <laughs> does is he kills so the opening of the movie eddie redmayne is like with the giant good creature and it gives birth to two twins um grindelwald takes one of them and uh, Newt takes one of them. Wait, it's it's Credence on behalf of Grindelwald. Yeah, steals sure. The and they creature, kill. Yeah. yeah, Grindelwald kills the thing, the the good creature, and possesses it to make it pick him as the ruler. So there's clearly like some kind of political like underlying subtext here going on with like them, like everyone wanting, um, like this this validation guy yeah it's like i don't know take over it's like this win an election yeah win an election right it's just like this whole thing and wow exciting shit yeah like wizarding world yeah right (laughs) but it's about like horde mentality or whatever it's like such bullshit yeah it's like so thrown in there ham-fisted and yeah it's total bullshit all that um yeah like why would kids be interested in a fucking election (laughs) yeah yeah, and it's so silly, like, this whole story. I mean, at least they, they tied beasts into the storyline somehow, so that was good. Yeah, and at it's, least kinda, I, it's still pretty lame. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredibly lame, don't get me wrong, but at least it was, like, building to something. At least, uh, like, cr- the, the last one, I have no idea what even was, like, going on. Oh, <laughs> I don't think anything crimes. was going on. Yeah. And uh, we, we can also note that um, 
in between the, the second and um, the third movies, obviously, like, COVID happened. And also, uh, Johnny Depp lost a, a libel case. So uh, Warner Brothers fired him, and now it's Mad Mickles. A libel case regarding, you know, um, you know, yeah, his, you know, tumultuous, yeah, breakup mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Amber Heard. And, yeah, so Mads Mickelson replaced him in the yeah. part. He definitely looks better. He doesn't look, like, quite as silly, at least. Mm-hmm. They didn't overdo it with the makeup. And, yeah, the performance is better. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's much better. Um, it doesn't save the movie. The movie's still bad. But, yeah, that, no. <laughs> that I did note. I'm like, yeah, Grindelwald's better in this one. And he's still got the weird eye, but it's not as, like, obvious. Yeah, and, you know, I think a, th- a problem I have with all three of them is, like, they don't really go anywhere, like... Especially this movie. Like, this is this could have been a finale or some kind of, like, epic conclusion, but it really isn't. It just feels like another chapter, and they're going to make, like, ten more of them. Um, yeah. And, and plus, now, plus, the, the, I think, funny. well, uh, this one, I think, underperformed. I don't know yeah. if it bombed, but I think it underperformed. I, think it, I don't think they're going to do any more because it underperformed. Um, but uh, yeah. if they do, and, like, the, the movie ends with, like, Grindelwald gets away. He, like, escapes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh... You got me again, Gadget. <laughs> like, like he'll just yeah, come like back Dr. in the next Claw. one. You know, yeah, he'll just keep he'll keep coming back as long as they make money. You know, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, there's not much momentum. I, I think that was you know one of the strengths. Of what, you know, what what got a lot of people engrossed in Harry Potter is you know it's a you know it's you're following him. Harry through all of his years at Hogwarts and how like the story keeps building like Voldemort like oh he you know he's been away and now in the in the, in the fourth one he's finally back at least like the mm-hmm. you know even not to say like those you know movies and sh- um, you know books are bulletproof but like that's like a, a strength like the narrative like keeps building upon itself but yeah this one it's just it's like the same villains in every movie it gets a, it gets yeah. pretty repetitive feels very stretched out yeah thin and mm-hmm. and also like there are new characters introduced but they don't make much of a pre- you know Catherine Watterson is barely in this I don't know yeah. if it was um, scheduling conflicts and it's you know it's interesting to note like that she's been very you know, vocal about lambasting you know J.K. Rowling for her views I don't know if that's the reason why she she gets short you know short shrift in this but like she's kind of like it's like Jaja and like Revenge of the Sith like she's like barely in yeah, this yeah I feel like it was <laughs> something to do with that like it she might be either, part of it. She either didn't want to do it or they didn't want her back, but she's barely in the film, which is crazy. Yeah. She's like Newt's love interest. And then... Yeah, she's so marginal yeah, in Going back one, to Star Wars, yeah. would be like if Leia would, like, wasn't in the third film. Like, it wasn't in episode six, you know? <laughs> right. Is she in it at all? Like, the first, like, hour and a half? They show her in a picture, but no, she doesn't yeah. even, like, appear to, like, the, to like, the, the two-hour mark. End. Yeah, like, the very end of it, the movie. This movie's so long. Yeah. Oh, my God. I kept wanting it to end. I th- it's yeah. the longest of the three. Yeah. It's two hours and 22 minutes. Way too fucking long. I, I was, like, really itching to, like, you know... Harry, it's almost there. Yeah, because, again, it's kind of like the same problems with, like, you know, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. It's just a bunch of scenes. It, it, it Like, it's not, like, clear when you're approaching, or at least, like, you know, in the, in the middle of it. Because, you know, at a certain point, um, uh, you know, Newt's brother gets captured and then in prison and then... There's this long sequence where Newt, you know, goes in and, you know, breaks him out. It's just filler. Like, you can just <laughs> excise it from the movie entirely. Is that when they crab walk or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It goes on for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Dan Fogler thing with, uh, you know, a Queenie, their their relationship in this film. That was, like, that, that was, like, forgotten about, like, in the climax 
Yeah. <laughs> like she's just, just she's just it. like decide, she just she's good again. Yeah, she's, and, and she then they get married mm-hmm. at the very end of the movie. They get married. Yeah. Right, even though she's <laughs> yeah. hanging out with the, the, the hanging out with the bad boys. Yeah, even though she was a bad guy. Yeah, all's forgiven. Uh, Jessica yeah. Jessica Williams, she's one of the new characters. Yeah, as Lolly, I don't know what she was doing in this. <laughs> the, that accent she was doing, I don't I don't know. Yeah, because she's not. Which interesting too, like the, the, the you know the Harry Potter movies. I think like was that supposed be like to be a, British? I I couldn't tell. <laughs> I don't know because what she's a, she a, she's American. Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to be. <laughs> that was bizarre. It, it kind of felt like an old like New Yorker accent, yeah. maybe. That was really weird what she was doing. In fact, you were willing to put yourself in danger to save a perfect stranger. Seems to me you're just the kind of average Joe the world needs right now. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell because you know I was you know they, they established like the unlike Harry Potter like this has American characters obviously like Kowalski's American so I, I wasn't sure if she was just like another American witch like you know Tina like Catherine Watson but then like Dumbledore's like oh you teach at Hogwarts I'm like oh I guess she's British <laughs> yeah yeah that's right so yeah she she yeah she was British <laughs> yeah they just. A lot of character, and then there's also I can't remember her name, but like Newt has an assistant. I like I, I kept forgetting she was in the movie. Oh yeah, um, Bunty. Bunty, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like a total waste of a character. It's like they could have done something there. She's like barely yeah. part of them, yeah. Because you know Dumbledore basically assembles the squad to you know c- combat uh, Grindelwald because Dumbledore himself cannot. Um, you know, face, you know, Grindelwald in a duel because they made this blood pact. And <laughs> but and then at oh, the yeah. end, like it's, you know, they, they do uh, end up facing off. And yeah. Newt's like, I thought you had that, you know, he's got like the little bracelet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, I, you know, he wanted to kill uh, Credence, but I wanted to protect him. Like, that's bull- that's such a lame explanation. Come on. <laughs> that's such a cop out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's just another thing thrown into the film with no purpose. Well, they met, they do mention it in the second one, but yeah, again, there's there's so many other things going on. Like I, I don't blame you if 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 you lose track of like the nine subplots. So much, yeah. There's so much stuff going on. You can't keep track of all of it, and it doesn't matter. Like this shit, the story's not even interesting. No, it's not. And yeah, this Grindelwald's just kind of just another bad guy, and. It's pretty, you know, again, kind of like with, you know, House of the Dragon, or it's, it, to a lesser degree, but, you know, it, it's pretty far removed from the events of Harry Potter. I, even though they, like, they show Professor McGonagall, like, the Maggie Smith character, like, in the 20s. Like, what is she, like, 150 fucking years old? That doesn't make <laughs> I get that, like, Dumbledore is really old, but, like, are they all just, like, immortal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny, like stuff uh, like that's distracting. Crimes of Grindelwald when she made her mouth disappear. The oh, right, that yeah, was really I forgot funny. about that. Yeah, that that scene was terrible. It was like skin of a rink. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know, uh, for for context, uh, you know, the show, uh, you know, Zoe Kravitz's character as a student, and you know, this bully's picking on her. I guess because she's like a mud, bl- kind of like Hermione. She's like a mud, you know, mixed mm-hmm. heritage in um so she makes the girl's mouth disappear. So Professor Margaret comes up and she's like, 
you know, what's, you know, bring, brings her mouth back. Like, what's wrong? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then she closed her mouth again. I'm like, Professor McGonagall would never do that. She's not mm-hmm. that kind of... She's not going to, like, fucking torture students. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they established that in, in Harry Potter because, you know, you know, the, you know, Malfoy gets turned into a ferret, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Potty Crouch said. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's it's a sacrificing character for a dumb joke. Which is, that's, that's bad writing. We never use transfiguration as a punishment. Surely Dumbledore told you that. And another thing, one more, sorry, one more thing to mention about at the, the second, uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, they show the Nicholas Flamel character, really old guy. The makeup's terrible. <laughs> he, he's mentioned in The Sorcerer's Stone, if you remember, like, you know, like he's the guy who has the stone. He's like, you know, whatever, 200 years old. And they, they have another, you know, he talks to Kowalski for a minute. Then he has his own scene by himself talking to some other person. I'm like, oh, there's already so much fucking going on. <laughs> like, why are we cutting away to this? Like, oh, my God. Like, can you, like, focus on one thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I don't care about, like, I have no connection to this stuff. So this movie was like a big, like, holy fuck, this is shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, especially like I mean, I I'm a Harry Potter fan, you know. I'm invested in the story, but like I have no connection to like Fantastic Beasts. I mean, I recognize like certain callbacks. Yes, yeah. I would you know, say I'm characters. a fan in that I like the movies. You're a casual fan. Yeah, more casual. I didn't grow up with them. I don't have like this diehard attachment to them. You don't, you don't have the robes. No, I don't have the wand the and the robes. Did you, you figure out which universal. house you're in? I think I did. I think I'm. Uh, Gryffindor. Oh, there you go. I, I got Ravenclaw, which uh, I guess makes me a nerd. I mean, friend said that makes me a nerd. But yeah. I can hang out with, like, you know, Cho Chang or, like, Luna mm-hmm. Lovegood. I don't know. They're, they're, like, the only characters of note that are in <laughs> Ravenclaw. Yeah. I definitely didn't get Slytherin. Yeah, those are for the mean kids. Yeah. I bet J.K. Rowling would get Slytherin. She probably thinks she's <laughs> a Gryffindor, but she's more like a Slytherin. Yeah, she's, she's a, a Slytherin. Bully. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, sure. um uh, I guess the third one is, I'd say it's marginally better than the second yeah. one. Just because it's not like there's like less crazy shit with like, you know, World War Two and the weird, you know, flashbacks. But it's still pretty dull. I could at least explain what it was about. The, the third one, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. About a, a creature of a pure goodness getting um, possessed by Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah, the the chillin'. It's, it's kind of like a fawn-looking thing. Mm-hmm. And then it picks Dumbledore at the end. Like, Newt has... The reveal's like, oh, well, the, you can't prove that this one is possessed because you don't have the other one. And then Newt pulls out, or, or uh, Bunty comes out. Yeah, and says here is the other twin. She's dressed like a cardinal. I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what, what that was about. Why? I guess she's in disguise or something. Yeah, and then the creature comes out of the case and it picks Dumbledore. So was that like it picked Dumbledore to be the head of Hogwarts there, or? Well, he's our isn't he? Our, he's I think was, he's already headmaster at this point. Then what did the, that thing pick him for? And like, what is that? Because he, he's a nice guy. Mm. Oh, but then Dumbledore said, that's <laughs> right. He said, I have someone like you who is a twin who is equally as good as me who can do the job. So was that like his brother he was saying? Because like Dumbledore had a brother, right? Or was Yeah, he yeah. Saying, yeah. So was he saying him? The brother can care for Credence because he's his dad, I guess. But was that guy going to be the leader? 
of the world. I don't the think world. so. I don't know. I, I was yeah, just waiting yeah. for the movie to be over. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. Yeah, and, and also, too, like, again, with the pandering, when they'd show Hogwarts, and sometimes they'd play cues from the original movie score, I'm like, ah, like, can I just watch those instead? Like, yeah, it's like taunting us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very weak. It, it doesn't seem like fans have really embraced these. I'm sure, like, some people, I'm sure, like, pe- people enjoy them, I, I guess, but they've had, like, zero cultural impact. None. Absolutely. They've made money, except that last one. But yeah, they had no impact at all. It's just so much going on. And especially, too, because I was just, you know, revisiting, like, you know, we were both, like, revisiting the, the Lord of the Rings movies. Those also, like, particularly, you know, Two Towers and Return of the King, also, you know, have a lot of balls in the air. But they're much, you know, much, much more comprehensible and entertaining. You, you know, yeah. you get a grasp on the, who This reminded is. me more of those Hobbit movies. Where it's yeah. like, let's just go under every nook and cranny, find any bit of source material we can, and just like make a, you know, make it into material for this movie, just shove it out there. But it feels so padded out, and so yeah. uninspired. Yeah. It, yeah, it it seems like it's a you know two hour and twenty two minute movie just because the other all the other movies are over two hours. Like yeah. there's so little story, or at least like you know substantial story. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to think. So it was, it came out last year. It was I don't know if it was the worst movie last year because it was also Morbius. But <laughs> was it really last year? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it came right. out last May. I'm not positive. I think like last summer. But yeah, again, it made like no impression. Yeah, that's crazy. It came and went. Like, like I barely remember when it came out. Yeah, like, like, and and also too, because it came out around the time it was like Jurassic World Dominion. Like they kept going on about the locusts, and then this one they keep going on about the chilling. Oh, the chilling! We got the the creature here, and we're gonna have a an election. And then the, the person that actually wins, I, like, did she have any lines? I don't even remember. She's oh, yeah. barely a character. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that was the person who became the leader. Yeah. I mean, it's not the wire. I don't know, like, how much mileage you can get out of making an election exciting. (laughs) Yeah, for a kid's film. Yeah, I'm sad to say I don't have much to say about Fantastic Beasts other than I did not like this trilogy, really. I like the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one's fine. Like, if you're curious enough, like, I don't, I, I don't see why, why not. I mean, if you want to, if you, you know, if you haven't watched it already, you can try it. The, the, the other two, yeah, like, fuck them. What would you rate the third one? I don't know, maybe a three out of t- ten. Yeah, I think that's what I'd give it, like, <laughs> three or four. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty boring and... <laughs> yeah, I mean, who again? Who know? I think they were planning to do two more. I I, I don't know what the status is of this one. I, I know they're doing another Harry Potter show, but um, some I, I, yeah, who knows what'll happen with this um franchise? They should scrap it. <laughs> Call it a day. I, you know, <laughs> dead weight. Get rid yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, so, especially should... since, you know, several of the people have gotten bad press, like Johnny Depp and Ezra yeah. Miller and J.K. Rowling. Yeah, those three. <laughs> and just the fact that the movies have, like, really low ratings um, mm-hmm. on, like, Rotten Tomatoes and whatever. They're critically panned movies. Yeah, the, the latter two in particular, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't really... 
I don't think you can recover from that in this day and age. <laughs> like bad word of mouth. Yeah, that, that that's a killer. Yeah, it is. And it's killing the brand too. Like it's it's ruining the Harry Potter brand. It's like devalued it. Um they were probably better off just making the first one and then just leaving it alone or like, you know, if you want to make more, have inspired ideas. Yeah, don't just like throw a bunch of bullshit together. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And even for, you know, I think, you know, JK, she wrote the first two solo. And the, the third one, she, they brought back Steve Clovis, who wrote, you know, seven of the, the eight Harry Potter movies. But yeah, I guess because, uh, like, okay. the, the second one obviously didn't do well critically. I, I mean, neither did this one. So I guess they were trying to, like, make it a little more cohesive. But yeah, mm. they didn't do a much better job. Mm. Yeah. I. I. <laughs> I couldn't care about this this property at this point. I didn't buy that stupid video game, the Harry Potter Hogwarts game. I didn't buy that either. I'm not supporting J.K. Rowling. I just I don't like her. <laughs> I mean, the damage is done for me at this point. Yeah, you know, and exactly. obviously, I still enjoy the movies. And uh, you know, it's it's worth noting that you know a lot of the you know like the the, the main cast like Dana Radcliffe. You know, they seem like very kind people. And you know, he's done a lot for, for like trans advocacy. And you know, he's admitted you know, and he was very you know honest. You know, like uh, you know. I owe J.K. a lot, but she's wrong. You know, it's a stupid thing. <laughs> Again, like, it's already been, like, three movies at this point. I'm not really invested in, like... I mean, the characters, like, that I remember, but, you know... It doesn't leave, yeah, again, like Credence and like Grindelwald, they're, they're villains in all three, but they don't leave much of an impact, especially since, you know, Harry Potter, I think they, they took fair advantage because it is, a, you know, it's a long stretch. I mean, like eight, you know, two plus hour movies. That's a lot. But, you know, I think something like, you know, with Neville, the Neville character, um, you know, he's kind of a doofus you know, most of the way through. And then in the, in the finale, when he becomes a hero, that's, I think that's very satisfying. I think, it, you know, part of it, like, the it has the impact that it does is, like, just, like, you know, long-term story like that. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's definitely gratifying. It's, you know, it's effective on a storytelling level, but it's also gratifying for the audience, too, to cheer him on. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if the Dan Fogler character got a moment like that? Where he was a <laughs> <Maybe>. hero? I don't <laughs> we'll think he see. had a moment like that. Um, he wanted to kill Grindelwald at the, the ball or whatever. The, oh, yeah. The, 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 you know, uh, that was yeah. a big, uh, misunderstanding though. Yeah. And then he right. did this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> they like gave a him a one. Again, they, they shoehorn him into this one too. Like he has no, you know, he doesn't really have much skin in the game besides his girlfriend being on the, the, the bad <laughs> Yeah. Guy. We're, we're going to get this regular guy to help us find uh, Grindelwald. Mm. I don't <laughs> it, know. These wizards and stuff, they just don't do it for me. It just doesn't interest me. All this wizarding, witches and magic and whatever, just doesn't. Well, because it's witchcraft, man. Yeah. Uh, you go, <laughs> we're all going to hell for yeah. <laughs> watching this content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's still good movies, yeah. I'm just saying, like, the whole wizarding world, I guess, doesn't do much for me. That's why, as a kid, I didn't really... Right, because, like, you know, I think, that, like I said before, like it helps that, you know, you, you, you get invested in other elements, like, you know, Harry and Ron and Hermione, how they interact with each other. But in these three movies, it's like it's just, the, the you know, the magic shit. Yeah, it's just... In the mystery of... of magic, they keep going back, like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm so sick of being here mm-hmm. these buildings <laughs> yeah it's just a bunch of bullshit i forgot to mention the weird scene in the second one with dan fogler where there's like the w- weird 
guy makeup. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I mentioned oh, yeah, that. Oh, you the, did, the, yeah. The, the yeah, old guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did mention that. I sent you that clip <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I was watching it. You're like, what? <laughs> right, yeah, and, and you mentioned that, yeah, again, the, the girl uh, loses her mouth. It's like skin of a ring. <laughs> yeah. Good movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You have much more to say? Nah, I just, um, yeah, I just... Excuse me. I thought it'd be interesting because I, I, yeah, I know you had seen the first one. Probably I hadn't seen any of them, so I was just curious to give it a shout out. And uh, I've been liking the the comments from everybody. Uh, yeah, if you guys have an impression of these, yeah, I'd be curious to hear what other people think because um, I don't know a ton of people. Other people who have actually seen these, or at least like I haven't talked about them much with yeah, other people because they're really bad. I, I yeah. hated watching them, so thanks. <laughs> Because even, you know, the, the first one came out while we were, you know, our, our sophomore year, while we were dorming together. I don't recall, like, a lot of people, like, mentioned the, in the class or anything no. in the library. Made a big nothing. Big nothing. <laughs> oh, sweet nothing. Copyright strike. <laughs> Ain't got nothing at all. At all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's kind of a bust, this uh, trilogy thus far. <laughs> Ralph the Movie Maker podcast Reddit. I'll leave a thread there where you can ask me questions. It's from Zelda of Ark. Would love to know your top movies from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Like like five each? You want to do that? Or like two, maybe like yeah, three just to narrow it? Um, do you want to go first? Or we can, we can yeah, take can a second to think the, about it. Uh, the letterbox list. <laughs> sure, I'll do that yeah. too. Yeah, let me uh, get my phone. Yeah, so I'm going to do letterbox by decade. Do 80. Well, let's do 60s first. Yeah, I'm uh, getting it open And then too. your rating highest. So, 2001, Psycho, Doctor Strangelove, <laughs> Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Persona. You know, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never seen. I've actually never seen uh, Persona, but uh, yeah, I really. I'll watch it at some point. But yeah, I really love uh, the other two. Uh, sorry, the other ones you mentioned. Yeah, um, Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Once Upon a uh, Time in the West. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, the Graduate. Yep. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Rosemary's uh, Baby. Rosemary's Baby, yeah. Um, Great eight Escape. and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Great, Great Escape, yeah. Uh, the Apartment. Uh, um, La Dolce that, Vita. That, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. I can keep, um, yeah, yeah you can keep so, going. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a few more. Uh, I think you, we mentioned a lot of them. Uh, Breathless. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of great movies from that um, era. Um, cool Hand Luke. Seventies. Yeah, good stuff. There's gonna be a bunch. <laughs> Yeah, those are there's a lot of those. Well, we can like try to for the Godfather. Yeah, both pot, parts one and two. Yeah, uh, Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars. Yep, Jaws. Yeah, Clockwork Orange. Alien. Yep. Apocalypse uh-huh. Now. Apocalypse Now. Eraserhead. Rocky. Dog Day After. Yeah, Do- Rocky. Dog Day Afternoon. Chinatown. Yeah, Exorcist. Chainsaw Massacre. Barry Texas Lyndon. Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I should say the full title. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You're Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Willy Wonka. Annie Hall. Cuck- yeah. Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Manhattan. Close Encounters. Mm. Woman Under the Influence. The Conversation. Network. Uh, All the President's Men. Blazing yeah. Saddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harold these, and these, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 70s. That could go, that could go yeah. on for a while. Yeah. Harry. Yeah, yeah. Dirty Harry. Yeah. Superman. Fantastic Planet. Yeah. 
performance being there yeah all, all sorts of great movies yeah. um yeah this the 70s is a packed one <laughs> there's a lot yeah mccabe and mrs miller yeah yeah um and then 80s life of brian yeah yeah mm-hmm. 80s blade runner uh obviously you know empire return of the jedi raise the lost ark shining mm-hmm. back to the, yeah back to the future ferris uh, bueller ferris bueller die hard the, the thing raging Velvet. bull yeah full metal jacket aliens et uh come and see yeah terminator possession raging bull i've never seen C- C- possession possession's great yeah uh do the right thing yeah evil dead uh you know evil dead movies mm-hmm. um uh, big spinal tap big i need to see and yeah, yeah. it's great spinal tap is great um, do we mention et yeah uh I stand by me you know uh-huh. full metal jacket uh airplane to- yeah, Airplane, Totoro, uh, Once Upon a Time in America, Brazil, mm-hmm. King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Did we say Ghostbusters? No, I don't think so. Ghostbusters. Batman. Yeah, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Princess Ron, Bride. Uh, Ron. Yeah, I still haven't seen Ran. Yeah. Um, the Untouchables. Once Upon a Time in America. You mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, Blues Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. Blow Roger Out. Rabbit. Yeah. American Wolf on uh, After Hours, Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, Brazil. Robocop, Gremlins, uh, Predator, Rain Man. Yeah, also, yeah, Temple of yeah. Doom, Last Crusade. Road Warrior, mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yeah, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Run, Pee Wee. Midnight Run, Run, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Roger Rabbit, uh, Untouchables, Elephant Man. Keiji Musha. Which one? It's a uh, Kurosawa. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Grave of the Fireflies, Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. Heather's Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Star Platoon. Trek Two. Yep. A lot of a lot of good stuff. Yeah, like John Hughes stuff, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, Sixteen Candles. Yeah, Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm-hmm. I was looking through some of my ratings. I could raise some of them. <laughs> yeah. So. 80s, yeah. Yeah, Moonstruck, uh, Blood Simple, Thief. Yeah, Naked Gun, that's a funny one. Christmas Story, Tootsie. Yeah, there was some, like a bunch on the, the next page. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, f- yeah, Fast Times, Stop Making Sense, Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, like Hannah and her sisters, With Null and I, Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, Field of Dreams. Mm. Yeah, this could go on and on. Crimes and Misdemeanors, Sophie's Choice, Witness, To Live and Die in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of great movies. Risky Business, The Abyss, Turn of the Living Dead. Yeah. We get some good ones. Yeah, The Killer. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that one. Sorry if I repeat Write all myself. those down. <laughs> no, I think I, I think it was fine. Write all those uh, yeah. down, commenter. Yeah, yeah, we, we we gave you plenty. Don't don't uh, complain that we didn't give you enough because we gave you plenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. Especially for eighty. Yeah. yeah, we did good today. We answered a question and talked about <laughs> a bunch of movies. <laughs> like pretty much all, all of them are better than the Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> like literally all, all the ones we just mentioned are better. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah, those are our favorites. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid is another one from the eighties I can mention. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, I think we're good. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you at the movies. It's like Siskel and Evert. <laughs> yeah. See you at the movies.